This is Madeline. And this is Cammy, And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 17. And today we're talking about marketing your community via email. Because email is not dead. No, it's not. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? In our last episode, number 16, we had our guest, author and blogger, Kirsten Oliphant drinking game. Um, (laughs) She shared tips with us on building online communities. And they're really awesome tips. So if you haven't heard about that, make sure you go back and listen to that awesome episode. But today we're going to go ahead and move forward to one of Kirsten's actually favorite topics, which is building your community via email. Yeah. And this is really important to look at because you've got to have a way to connect with your community. And we all know email is the best way to do this. Email is gold. Social media is wonderful and we're both huge advocates for it. But if I do a tweet right now, even though I've got 65,000 followers, they're not all going to see it. But if I send an email out, most of those people are going to see it. At some point, they're going to open it up and I have their undivided attention. So we really have to take email seriously. We do because anything in social media can change at any moment. As we know, algorithms change, all these things happen. But It is a huge privilege, though, to be in someone's email box. So if somebody like subscribes to your list, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm not always saying I need more email. Uh, I don't know if you're (laughs) feeling like, like, please send me more email. Yeah. So I always feel like it's a huge privilege to be in somebody's email box. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the mechanics of doing this. But I do want to also make sure that we really, really emphasize that content is so important. Absolutely. And you know, I want to mention something really important too, when you were saying about us having the privilege of being in somebody's inbox, you have to be sure that this is an opt-in. Do not add people to an email list just because you have an email conversation with someone or a new client that does not give you the right to add them to your email list. Always keep it as an opt-in. You can certainly say, hey, I would love for you to join my email list, but let them opt-in themselves. It's the right thing to do always. Kimmy, I can't tell you how many email lists I get attitude just by having a conversation with somebody. They just decide, okay, Madeline's going to be on our list. So I hate right, when people do that. It's not even legal, to be honest with you. It, you do have to be opted in. It's it's a legal thing. So Absolutely. You know, can, can spam laws say, you know, you have to have that. And having a conversation with me is not a relationship. So um, really, really important that you don't do that. And I know it's really tempting to do that because you're thinking, well, I don't have anybody on my list. But really, in the end of the day, you're wanting to attract people to your list. And that's going to be where the magic really happens when people want to be there. You don't want to add people that won't open your emails and really lower your rates because your email provider is also going to look at how many people open your rate emails, which is called an open rate. And if you have, you know, diminishing open rates, there's going to be less and less delivery of your email. So you really, really do want to make sure that you have really good relationships with your with your um, email list and the people that are on it. So speaking of mechanics, what email providers are you using right now, Madeline? I use MailChimp. I am a big fan of theirs. I love that they have a free account that, you know, for people who are just starting out, if they have 2000 or less subscribers, 
how awesome that they can use it for free. And they actually uh, recently made a change where on the free account, you can actually do the autoresponder. And that used to be for the paid accounts only. So I think it just really shows how committed MailChimp is to helping especially small business, I was going to say business owners, but really small business owners with getting themselves going. But I'm a big MailChimp fan. What about you? Well, I definitely use MailChimp as well for a couple of my lists, um, especially for social media breakfast, because mostly I use that list to send out reminders of upcoming meetings or any kind of really big sort of social media slash marketing events that are happening in the Houston area. So I'm trying to keep that very, you know, small and I don't need to do a lot of auto response. I don't need to do a lot of segmenting on that list. So for me, that's really good. Although you can do some segmenting on MailChimp. It's not as elegant as it is on some other platforms. The other platforms I use for sort of more business reasons are ConvertKit. I love ConvertKit and I also have a Drip account, which is really a tool that is owned by Leadpages, which Leadpages is another really cool tool, which we can talk about in a little bit, but really about landing pages and getting really great landing pages. And that makes sense that they bought drip because drip is a great email program. And what's awesome about that, and we can talk about that later, is how you can set these different things up. There's also some more expensive ones like Aweber and Infusionsoft that some people just swear by and say that they're, you know, really great. They have some great integrations. But I love ConvertKit because I do feel like it also is thinking about the small business owner. And that it's not super expensive to be on ConvertKit. You know, $30, $40 a month is not really going to break your bank. Now, as you go up and you get more and more people on your list, there is going to be a cost, whether it's MailChimp, which gets you $2,000, Drip gets you to $200. ConvertKit, you have to start off right away at a smaller price point and it kind of goes up from there. But, you know, the $1,000 to $2,000 range is where things start to get more expensive. And then going up from there. So you're going to have to also think about how you're going to lead this amazing group of people that are subscribing to you into a business relationship, because at some point you're going to have to pay for, hey, even if you just have to pay for the tool, you have to come up with some kind of business relationship. So those are the tools right now that I'm using. So what's the first step really, do you think for people? Well, your first step is going to be to set up an email list specifically for your community. And, you know, if you are not really familiar with this process, go sign up for our email list if you have not done so already and look at how our process is in place. You'll get a real feel for a good way to set it up. If you go to bit.ly, bit.ly slash ctcvip, it's all one word. So ctc short for communities that convert and VIP because you're a VIP in our eyes. So check that out and Get that email list set up for your community. It's pretty simple. If you are not like if you're on MailChimp and you're not really sure what to do, they give you a help area where you can they'll like show you and walk you through step by step. They're all pretty simple to do. Yeah. So I agree. And you know, I'm not gonna say that our process is the best one out there. There's some really sophisticated people, and we'll talk in a minute about a four-step funnel process that I'm gonna give you today. But you know even a simple process really can net you a lot of success in email marketing. So make sure that you go ahead and take the time to do that, you know, just take that time to set it up. And then how do you get people on your list, Madeline? Because I mean, I think that's the big thing some people might be saying is, well, I don't have a list and nobody really follows me. My mom follows me, maybe. You have hundreds of thousands of people following you, Madeline. How do you um, get somebody on your list? Yeah. 
No, it's such a great question because I think this is what I get asked the most. And, and uh, for those that are trying to figure out, like, what do I do to get people to sign up? I mean, you will get some people that sign up just because you say, hey, I have a mailing list and please come sign up. But it really works best to offer them something, you know, give them something. You see all the time that people will give you an ebook if you sign up or a checklist or some kind of lead magnet, some kind of freebie. I just set up one recently. I call it my Twitter secret sauce. And for free, when you sign up for my email list, you're going to get access to some articles and videos showing you how I best utilize Twitter. And it's very short, you know, like in 30 minutes or less, you can go through this whole little mini, it's like a mini program actually. And it's great content and it, you know, gets you into my email list. So now I can put you into one of my funnels to give you information. So I think it's really important to really start looking at how can you draw people in? What can you offer them? And and how do they get on that list? For my uh, Twitter secret sauce, if you go to madelinesclar.com slash secret sauce. Cool. So we'll make sure to put that, we'll put that in the show notes too, because that might be another example that people can go through just to kind of see something. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to say, you know, and I, I'm going to be really bold here and say that Madeline and I have not necessarily either one of us been amazingly great at this process in the past, you know, like trying to get people on your list. And, you know, we have huge communities that sometimes we haven't put into an email list. Although I definitely with social media breakfast from the very beginning made that a priority is to get people on the list so that I could make sure I didn't have an algorithm problem with notifying them about meetings because through Facebook that just changes all the time. So um, one of the things that I've done over the last couple of years is really become a student of email marketing and drip and sales funnels and, you know, all that stuff that makes your eyes cross sometimes. (laughs) So one of the things that I can kind of share with you is a really easy four-step funnel process that you can follow to go ahead and get started. So I wanted to share that. Is that good for us to do that today? Yeah, definitely. Okay, great. So the first step on that is to go into your email program of choice and set up a form. In every email program, it's going to be in a different place. In MailChimp, you go and you do, there's a little drop down arrow and you can set up a form there. When you get in to set up a form, it will open up some options for you. And most email programs will give you several options. You can do a box that you can embed on your website. You can do a whole page that sometimes is hosted with the email provider which I do use for social media breakfast. You can do a couple of different other things too. Some have sliders. It depends on how expensive your program is. They give you some options. So you want to think about where you want to put your signup box. And for like Twitter or Facebook, I often have them go to a, a special page. You know, so you'll go to the page and you'll see it and you can sign up for it. And I will actually put the sign up for social media breakfast for you. You don't have to sign up for it, but I'll put it in the show notes so you can see what a page on MailChimp looks like, for example. So you set that up and you decide where you're going to put it. Then you, and I guess this is like a 1B part of the first part is then you have to promote it. Okay. So I'm not going to go into the promotion parts because you're going to have to go out and promote it across your channels. You're going to have to send it to people and ask them to sign up. You're going to have to ask your followers to do that. And we talked a little bit in the last bit about how to set up some sort of freebie or lead magnet or checklist or something that I like to call a lanyap to get people really excited. And we'll get there in a minute. But you want to set up a welcome email. So when people do sign up for your page, 
you don't want to leave them hanging. You want them to get some kind of thing in return that so they know that they signed up. So the first thing that's going to happen is there's going to be an email that fires off and it's automated from the service that says, please opt in because they have to then click if you're double opt in, especially now MailChimp used to be require you to do double opt in. Now it'll sometimes just opt them in, which is really easy because sometimes you lose people in the double opt in. But the problem becomes that they're just sitting there hanging like, did I sign up for something? Did something happen? You know, so you definitely want to have an email ready to go that automatically fires up and sends them an email. And that kind of tells them a little bit about who you are, what they they should expect from your email list, kind of gives them a little bit of uh, information. Also, as soon as they sign up, it's really great if you go ahead and have them redirect to a page. This is a little bit of an extra credit thing, but if you create a thank you page on your own blog or website that has information about the community and perhaps your little lanyap, which is maybe a little freebie or something that they didn't expect. That's very New Orleans, by the way. A lanyap <laughs> is a little something extra for people. And also you can, if you do this, you can also set a goal on Google Analytics. Hopefully you have Google Analytics hooked up to your website where you can see how many people visit your site and where they came from. What's really cool about this is if you set up a little goal that says you want people to get to this thank you page on your site, then you can see how effective your marketing efforts were to get people to sign up. So did they land on your page and they didn't sign up? Or, you know, so if you sent it out to like your whole email list and only three people got to this thank you page, maybe you need to tweak your wording a little bit or work on things. So that's your little extra for me. And then the fourth thing is to really have a regular email schedule set up to send out to your tribe, whether that's once a week, once a month, once every other week, whatever it is, you want to do it regularly. And as we know, consistency is everything and everything you do in social media, because people forget who you are. And I have had a lot of people, including me, who sat on a list for years and years, and then they send one out and say, you know, here I am. And you forget, like, who are you? Like, what? And you just unsubscribe. So, you know, if you're going to, if you have that happening, and I know a lot of you may have a couple hundred people sitting on a list you haven't emailed in a year or two, you need to have a really clear strategy for what you're going to say to them. And probably you're going to have to reintroduce yourself completely and say, hey, you signed up for my list when you XYZ. And my name is XYZ and I do XYZ. People will not remember who you are otherwise. So having a regular email schedule is super important. What do you have to say about consistency? I really do think that's probably the key to everything. Oh yeah, you covered this so well. Uh, What I want to add to it is if you want to dig further with your sales funnel, so you collect their email address, you definitely have to have a welcome. When you use MailChimp or ConvertKit or any of these services, they're going to have one in place that's very plain. You want to go in and personalize it. And at that point, you can add your freebie, like a link to a freebie in there. You can do whatever you want with that, but I would definitely personalize it up. So now you've got their attention. Okay. So what do you want to do next? Do you want to just add them to your weekly newsletter or however often you send a newsletter? You may want to start a series of automated, like an autoresponder, these automated messages, like maybe like, you know, with me, I have this, this freebie, the secret sauce. Now, right now I have it set up that you sign up, you get it all. I thought about bundling it up and like maybe drip it out where you get one one day, you get like maybe it could be like a five day or six day little mini class. But you have that ability if you use the autoresponder feature 
to push out some very specific content on very specific days where, okay, the first day they sign up, they get this. On day three, they get this next one on day 10. So you get a lot of flexibility. So you really want to think about really honing in on your community member and the content you want to put out. So this is all great stuff, Kami. I think we've set up a nice little framework for people to use and go further I agree. With I agree completely. And you know, one of the things that some people do is they set up their RSS feed. So on their blog to send out automatically send out notifications yeah. when they when they have a new post. I do like those as a minimum. They can get old and tiring for your community after a while. So you right. definitely want to think about what you're doing with that. And I love what you said about sending out extra content. That is one of the reasons I love ConvertKit so much is because you can ask people, hey, would you be interested in my secret sauce on your regular email? And if they click the link, it will automatically fire off a new, you know, autoresponder for them. And then it also puts them into a category. So you know that they have an interest in that specific thing. So over time, you can segment your list and send things only to people who have shown interest and stuff. And, you know, for me, that's like the advanced class. This is pretty much just beginning like, okay, so how do you get this started? And what do you do? So we like to do calls to action at the end, because I really do think that people need to take action. So I want to keep this one short today because we want to give you plenty of time to take action because this is something that'll take you some time. So what do we want them to do today? What we want everybody to do, those action takers out there, is to go set up an an account with MailChimp or ConvertKit or one of these that we talked about. Do the free trial with them, although MailChimp is automatically free. And if you already have a list, that's okay. But we want you to set it up to send an automated email to people that sign up Check your process too and make sure this has worked by signing yourself up. When I put this together, I will always go back into it as if I'm the community member and I will go to the sign up page and I will put in my email address and I'll go through the process to see what does it look like when the community members are doing this so I can make sure I didn't miss anything or if something is broken. And so take the time to do this. And then Kimmy and I would love for you to send us a tweet and let us know you know, share your progress with us. Let us know how this is going for you. So at Madeline Sklar and at Kimmy Chat, we want to hear from you. We definitely do. And so please do that. And if you do have like a major rocking list, you know, tell us in your tweet what you've done to set up a funnel that works. Okay. So if you're a more advanced user, let's share with the community a little bit and let's hear what you have to say. You can also join our community. You can visit our Facebook page at Communities That Convert. And also if you sign up for our email list, we will add you to our private community as well on Facebook. And we'd love to see you there. One thing I want to mention, Kami, when you were saying like for those that are more advanced and you've already got this amazing sales funnel in place, if you do, let us know because Kami and I might want to bring you on the show and feature you and have you talk about and share your story. So let us know, reach out to us. We want to hear from you. And please take a moment to rate and review this podcast on iTunes if you have not done so already. We really appreciate it. We love reading the reviews. We love sharing a few of them on the podcast here. And it just lets people know what this podcast is about. So please take a moment to do that. We love you guys. Thanks so much for being here with us for another awesome episode of Communities That Convert. Catch you next week. Hey, this is Madeline. And I want to let you know you can connect with us on our website, at communitiesthatconvert.com. You can get all the information in the show notes for this episode. And we also encourage you to visit us on our Twitter profiles. You can reach out to me at Madeline Sklar. That's spelled M-A-D-A-L-Y-N-S-K-L-A-R. And also to Cami 
Her Twitter handle is at Chat, and that's spelled K-A-M-I-C-H-A-T. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.